0: leveling up extreme business growth through raising your game when what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary you know you've leveled up gresham's law states that bad money will push out good money this was an observation around currencies However, we can apply the concept loosely to how you're doing business and whether you're chasing good money, whether you're chasing bad money, and ultimately, how can you get your business so that you are operating much more with good money as opposed to bad money? What the hell am I on about? Well, I'll, I'll explain it all in this episode. Welcome to the Leveling Up Podcast with me, Jor Swift from Bigger, Brighter, Boulder. The Leveling Up Podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development, and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, to challenge your aspect to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget to subscribe and never miss an episode. I shan't go into the whole economic lesson around Gresham's Law about how bad money pushes out good money. However, we will use it as an example for the kind of money that you're attracting in your business, what you're working on. So when we talk about bad money pushing out good money in a business. What we're really talking about here is good clients and bad clients, good business and bad business. And not all business is created equal. Not all clients are created equal. Some clients, you have to work twice as hard to get the same result for less money. For other clients, you can work half as hard to get twice the result for much more money. Some projects, you have to work much harder to get the result than you do for other projects the knack, the aim, the challenge for business owners is you want to drive out the bad money with good money. However, once we start to get on the bad money bandwagon, and it's easy to do by the way, and I'll explain to you why actually we end up in that place. It can be very hard to actually get out of that cycle, and then we get trapped in the bad money. Now, the reason that many businesses end up dealing with bad money, in other words, taking on the wrong sort of client, taking on the wrong kind of projects, the ones that don't pay well, the ones that you have to work too much for, too hard for, is actually because when you first start your business up, you're kind of grateful for anything. And actually, with a startup strategy, that's not a bad one to have. Just take whatever's an offer because you want to get some cash flow. You want to get some money through the business. And when you start your business off, actually money that may end up being bad money later often isn't bad money at that phase in your business journey. You know, if it's just you at home with a phone and a computer and a client's paying, I don't know, £35 an hour, well, that's £35 an hour that you're earning. You don't have particularly high overheads. And therefore, if you can get enough of that client, the chances are you have a viable business for the stage of business that you're at. You're making an income. You've replaced your income from maybe corporate. You're making enough money to pay your mortgage, to live off. However, if you've got ambition, you want to take your business to the next level. So you want to maybe get a premises, get an office. Maybe you want to take on some staff. Maybe you want to increase your marketing budget. But you can't afford to do that because your model is built around £35 an hour clients. And £35 an hour clients pay for you to live, but it doesn't pay for you to outsource work out or to hire staff in. It doesn't allow you to get that office because it's not based on those kinds of overheads. So suddenly the business that was good business for you at the beginning, maybe it was low hanging fruit, maybe it was safe, maybe it was easy to come by, was a great strategy when you started your business. But a year, two years down the line, it suddenly becomes restrictive in what you can do you're doing 40, 50 hours of delivery, you're earning £35 an hour, you're making a decent wage, decent income, maybe based on what you were earning when you worked for someone else for a living, but there's nothing left over to grow your empire, to grow your business. Now, the problem you've got, of course, is you need higher paying clients because you can't put more hours out there. You could try and go from 40 to 50 or 50 to 60, but that's only going to give you a very moderate increase in turnover or revenue what you need to do is radically increase your prices. Well, your current client base is not going to allow you to raise your prices. If you suddenly go from £35 an hour to £70 an hour, the chances are you'll wipe out your whole client base. Now, of course, your lifestyle is based on you continuing to earn. So you can't just say, right, I'm going to wipe out my entire client base. I'm going to reset, go again, and only take on clients at £70 an hour. The chances are you wouldn't be in business and you wouldn't have a roof over your head in the time it would take you to rebuild the business. So there has to be a transitional phase. The problem we've got is we are marketing to 35 pound an hour clients. We have a database of 35 pound an hour clients. We network where 35 pound an hour clients are. We're getting referrals from those clients and they're also 35 pound an hour clients. So the whole model is working. It's just not tangible or viable for taking yourself to the next level. And the problem you've got is all of that money which was great money is now actually bad money because it's 35 pound an hour as opposed to the 70 pound an hour you need in order to be able to create a viable business at the next level up. Now, the risk is, of course, you get rid of some at like 35 pound an hour work to make space for the 70 pound an hour work. But until you get the 70 pound an hour in, you've now taken a hit to your bottom line. Maybe now you're financially starting to struggle again. That's really uncomfortable. So we habitually end up trapped in this place where we don't want to say no to clients because that was the mindset we had when we set up our business. We're getting this steady stream of clients that are paying us money which enable us to maintain our life. So of course, whilst we're paying a price for that, which is we can't grow our business beyond where we are, actually what we're getting is a great reward, which is we're getting security and safety and our subconscious will value that over almost anything else. Why take a risk if we're doing okay today? Now, you know, however, that you want to go to the next level. You want to take your business to the next level. So now you're in a battle between the fear of letting go of business, the fear of saying no to business, for the uncertainty of winning new business, new prospects, which you haven't proved yet is viable. So the unconscious will fight you on that and hold you back into the safety zone, which is to continue doing what you've done because it's working. The unconscious will always want to bring you back to the status quo. We'll always want to get you in equilibrium. The moment you start charging off ahead with big ideas and grand ideas for yourself, your unconscious is likely to hold you back, pull you back through fear, anxiety, worry, pressure, internal pressure, in order to keep you safe. We have to fight that and battle that. Now, the problem we have here, of course, is that every £35 client that we serve is getting in the way of a £70 client we could be serving. And every new £35 client is another £70 client that we can't have. So when we look at it from the perspective of Gresham's Law, what we have is in circulation in our business is we have bad money, right? We have low-valued money in circulation. The high-value clients, the high-value money, are actually being hoarded by other people. What we want to do is we want to stop dealing in low currency values and we want to start dealing in high currency currency values. We want a piece of that action for ourselves, But in order to open up the opportunity of that better money, those better clients, the better projects, we have to let go of the bad money, the bad projects. This isn't that they're bad people or bad clients. Just in terms of fiscally and economically within our business, and in terms of where we want to take our business, they are now, unfortunately, bad money. So we have to make a deliberate conscious transition from those clients which are now bad money but they were great money at the beginning and transition into better clients and better money. Now, of course, this isn't just a transition from when you start your business to maybe when you have a functioning business. This can happen at any phase of your business. So the client you go for at 70 pound is a great client that enables you to have a small office and maybe take on one or two people. But then what happens if you wanna grow your business even further? You might be able to scale it just by bringing in more people that can serve more £70 clients. But the chances are, it may be at some point, you're going to have to raise your prices again. You might realise that you need £150 an hour clients. But now you're trapped with the £75 an hour clients. So now what was good money, great money, has now become bad money again. And then we have to transition again. So the whole concept that bad money pushes out good money is really something to be mindful of When you know that you want to level up, when you know you want to go for the bigger projects or the better clients or the higher paying stuff or just the stuff that pays more per hour, every time you say yes, to the bad money, you're pushing out that good money. Every time you say yes to the project that you shouldn't be saying yes to, you're also saying no to the project that you want. Every time you say yes to the 35 pound job, you are saying no to the 70 pound job that's out there for you. When you say yes to the bad project, you are saying no to the good project. And when we start to hold that in our head, it starts to tip the balance in us between being safety conscious, and security focused and holding on to the 35 pound. And we start to manipulate the unconscious into what we're missing out on. It's a bit like you give a child a cake and they're happy. You tell the child they have to put their cake down to get something else, and they don't want to put that cake down. If you give a child two cakes and put a third cake in front of them, they don't want to put one cake down to go for the other cake. But if I have a big cake in front of them but they've still got two cakes in their hand, the chances are they're not going to want to let go of those two cakes either. But once the message gets in that if I put down this little cake, I've now got room for this big cake, they will put down the little cake to grab the big cake. Because especially if they start seeing someone else come in and somebody else doesn't have a cake in their hand and they take the big cake we start to get the lesson. We start to get the message that my hands are so full, my arms are so full with these clients, these projects, with this money that isn't good for my business or isn't good for where I want to get to, that I can't actually embrace the opportunity that's out there on offer for me. And we start to feel that pressure. We can start to get over those unconscious limitations and barriers that keep us holding on so tight to what is And we start to live into the possibility of what could be. Now, realistically, you don't want to, and you're not going to be able to drop all of your clients instantaneously and have this amazing chasm to be filled with these incredible clients. You'll probably go out of business before you made enough money. What you do is you start saying no. You start being brave, courageous, and you start saying no to the business that isn't good for you. The client that you know is going to be a headache. You say no to them up front. You say no to that money. It's hard to do, especially if you need it. But actually, when you say no to that, you are saying yes to the good money. You're saying yes to the good client. You might not have it there for the taking. It's not like you can either choose good money or bad money. It's the fact that you have to say no to the bad money to create the space and the opportunity in order to fill that with good money. And it is scary. I totally get this. So you do it a bit at a time. Rather than taking on everything and anything that comes your way, you start to be a little bit more selective. You start to push back a little bit. I tell you now, this is incredible for your self-esteem. It's incredible for your self-pride. It's also incredible for your business to start to say no to the stuff that's holding your business back so that you are open to go after the business and the money that's gonna grow your business and give you what you want in the future. Do it stage by stage. Be gentle with yourself, compassionate with yourself. Don't beat yourself over the head, but be compassionate like the child has got the two cakes. You understand why the child doesn't want to put down a cake. It's worked hard to get two cakes. It's winning, but there's a big cake on offer. And if they just put down the little cake, they don't have any cake in that hand. And that's a horrible place to be. But when you know that there's a bigger cake out there for you, then it's okay to put that little cake down. The problem is, In this scenario, we don't put down our little cake and there's a big cake in front of us just to grab. We have to put down the little cake. We have to say no to the little cake that's on offer without seeing the big cake in front of us. So if you had a good client and a bad client in front of you, prospects, of course, you're going to choose the good client. The chances are, let's be honest, if you've got capacity, you'll take both on. But if you said, right, I've only got space for one more client, if there was a good client, a great client, a high paying client, and there was a less viable client, you'd always choose the good client. That isn't how it works. We don't have the cake in our hand or the big cake in front of us. What we have is we say no to one cake so that we know that we're open to the possibility and the opportunity when the big cake is found or when we find it or when it becomes made available to us. So this isn't to tell you to do this, by the way. This isn't to say, right, stop saying yes to business because you might need some of that bad business for now. For most small businesses as they're going through this transition from bad money to good money, at whatever phase, whether it's the beginning phase of their business or 10 years down the line, they need some of that old money still in order to cash flow the business and the life whilst they are saying yes to the better money. Your job, instead of being driven by fear and anxiety and worry, is to work out how much of that bad money you need how many of those clients you still need to retain, how much of that new business you still need to find, whilst putting in a threshold, a line, a block, a barrier, so that you don't go beyond that. So let's say for example, you deliver 40 hours a week at £35 an hour. You wanna get the £70 clients, you don't have any capacity to take those clients on, So when you lose a client, there's a space, your natural instinct is to fill that space with what's on offer. And if you've been in business for any amount of time, there's probably another 35 pound client waiting just around the corner, if not queuing up outside your door, waiting for that space. You have to say no to that, maintain that space and absolutely ring fence that space for a 70 pound client. When the second one leaves, you leave that space. Let's say you can run your business in your life, and it might be a little bit challenging, but you can do it on 30 hours worth of delivery of the old business, the 35 pound business. So you can afford to potentially lose 10 clients to create that space. Now, realistically, as long as you're doing your sales activity, and you use the time that you've got in order to target the 70-pound clients rather than the 35-pound clients, and you go and network where the 70-pound clients are rather than the 35-pound clients, as long as you're doing the work, the chances are you won't need to lose all 10 of those 35-pound clients before you start refilling them with the 70-pound clients. Chances are you might say no to one, say no to two, say no to three, then you might find one, Well, you're almost back to where you were. Then you might lose another two, another three, but then you'll find another 70-pound client to replace them with. Now, you put your threshold in, that lets your unconscious know, lets you know that you're safe. We won't let it go below that. If it starts looking like we're going below that, we'll start saying yes to some of that bad money again, because we've still got the space for the good money. The chances are you're not going to need to, but I can't make any promises here, okay? So you put the threshold in just to reassure yourself that you're not going to be at risk. Yes, you might have to cut back a little bit. Yes, you, know, you might not be saving as much as you were. Yes, you might not have the cash flow that you once had, but it's a short-term discomfort, a short-term pain, a short-term price to pay in order to open the opportunity to double that. And that's a decent return on investment. I'm losing 35 quid to make 70 quid. If you could buy 70 pounds with 35 pounds, that would be your business. You do that all day long. But we need to reassure our unconscious that we're safe. We need to reassure ourselves that we're safe, that we're not at risk here. And it might not be 30 hours. It might be 35 hours, maybe 20 hours. But wherever that threshold is, that means that we're protected, we're taken care of, we're safe. We know we can get 35 pound clients because that's what we've been getting. So now we're open to putting down the cakes, having at least one hand empty so we can go out and start to source that bigger cake. And when we find the opportunity for that bigger cake, now we've got space to take that business on. Then what will happen is you'll start to build momentum. You'll start to have more of these good clients, this good money, and then that will start to drive out the bad money. It will start to drive out the old clients because when a new client comes along and it's a £35 client and you're already starting to demonstrate to yourself that you are winning £70 clients, it will become a piece of cake or even a whole little cake in order to say no to that one because you'll have the confidence that you're going to get good business. Imagine you're doing £35 an hour now and I gave you a £20 an hour client. If you were busy, if you had enough business on, if you were making enough money, you'd say no to that client all day long. Unless there was some other reason why you'd want to take it, you'd say no to that all day long. If you're a £20 client-based business and I gave you a £10 client, you'd say no to that. If you're a £10 client-based business, I gave you a £5 client, you'd say no to that. If you're a £100 client business, I give you a £50 client, you say no to that. So the rules apply throughout the whole transition of your business, from low end, £10 an hour, all the way through to maybe charging £100 an hour. The same rules apply. You already have standards. There's already business that you'll say no to. When you start to level up, you'll just say no to the business that you're saying yes to now. What? we're talking about here is proactively starting to identify the business you need to be saying yes to where you want to take your business, even if that business is not out there right now, because you're going to have to do the work to market, to position yourself in that marketplace, rebrand, whatever else you have to do in order to target these new clients, this new money. And you need to find a time for that by saying no to the old money. There's no rules I had a conversation with someone just recently about this. It's like, I don't want to put undue pressure on you, undue stress on you. Some people are high risk, some people are low risk. We all need to be a degree of risk in terms of how we live our life and how we run our business. If we hold on too tight, we'll never grow. But equally, I'm not here to say you have to risk everything on black either. What I'm helping you do here is transition from one to the other. The more aggressive you are at saying no, then obviously the more opportunity and possibility there is to step into the new model quicker. But also, the risks are you're not making money for that period, and you might not want to take that risk, okay? So there's no rules on this. I keep saying this, you know, the whole world is full of people 10x in and 100x in and go all in. And, you know, And for some people, that's right. For some people, that's the right energy. And certain areas of your life, maybe that's right for you as well. But this one, financially, with your business, with your livelihood, with your house, with the market as it is right now, it might not be the time for you to go all in. It might be, but it might not be. Don't be hard on yourself if you need to do this slowly. This isn't about racing to the finish line for me. This is about urging you. This is about helping people to step up, to level up, helping people get where they want to get to. I want to get you there as fast as possible, but I don't want to kill you in the process. I want to break you in the process. So I offer you a map. I offer you a path. You walk it at your own pace. Please do consider this prospect, that if you're saying yes to the wrong clients right now and you've got capacity to be able to say no to that, financial capacity to be able to say no to that, then start saying no, put the cake down, you're ready for that big cake. But then, of course, you've got to do what you need to do to win those big clients. Go and find those big clients. And it might be a case of just going and fishing in a different pond, or you might have to do a lot of work in order to get your business set up for that higher paying client nice one, nice one. I wish you every success in that. You really do want better money coming to your business, better clients, better projects. You need to make more money, right? Not so you have a bigger car, nicer car, better house. Although I want you to have those things as well if they're important to you. It's so you can reinvest in the business, so you can take your business to the next level and you can grow everything. Yes, you can grow your own life, but you'll also serve more people. You'll be able to deliver your service to a broader community of people. You'll be able to do more in this world for yourself personally, for those people you care the most about, but also for society as a whole. Go and chase the good money. Let the good money push out the bad money rather than the bad money pushing out the good money. If you want to know how to take your business to the next level, whether you're just launching your business right now, whether you're doing 20, 30, maybe 40, 50K, and you want to build that business to 100K plus, or maybe you're already doing 100K plus in turnover, and you want to scale that business, whether you're doing 200, 300, maybe even half a million pound in turnover, and you want to take that business to the next level and get the rewards that you are due, then please do go and check us out at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. And if you're ready for a conversation about how we can support you and help you, how our groups are helping business owners just like you to level up their businesses, businesses going from 50k to well over 100 grand in a year, other business going from 150 to 350 in a year. We just had a business go from 50,000 turnover and they're currently on track to turn over half a million pounds in two years. It is on offer to you if you do the right things at the right time, if you're surrounded by the right people, implementing the right ideas, you can achieve it too. You're ready for a conversation about how we can support you in your own business growth. Then please reach out to my partner in life and in business, Tracy Miller, at Tracy with an e. dot Miller at bigger dot co. dot uk. I'll drop those links in the description of this podcast, along with some other links to some other resources to help you with your ongoing entrepreneurial journey. I look forward to seeing you next time. Until then, as always, be successful